Hey, welcome back to Mayor's Minutes. Um, glad to have you with us. We're going to deviate a little bit from our normal format. I'm pleased to have Coach Tom Ryan from the Thorn High School football team uh, here with me. Check out those jazzy socks I'm wearing. Only orange two days a year. And i got a Thanksgiving tie on, as the coach will tell you. But um, this is a guest I've been dying to get on the show. Um, and so uh, we've got him for the first half hour. I'm going to maximize it, so welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. All right. So I want to start by saying congratulations to you and all the coaches and the young men. Um, I think it's been a successful season. I don't know how you – and I'm not just talking about wins and losses. As you know, I had the opportunity to meet with you and some of your players, and I want to say what a fantastic job you're doing turning them into the young gentlemen. They're terrific representation of our city. So. Yeah, I mean, it's always a work in progress. Amen. You know, the, we, the kids come Amen. in as, you know – 14, 15-year-old kids, we, we like to think we progress them to be 17, 18-year-old young men. And yeah. They're going to kind of lead us into yeah. the next generation. That's yeah. the hope. Um, you know, we're not 100% always successful, but I think we do, you know, our program is a character-based program, and I think it works. We decided yes. that we were going to do that a number of years ago. That's how we were going to take this, and because character wins. Um, it wins all the time, and it yeah. shows on the field now, and if their character is high off the field and, yeah. um, you know, our academics were, you know, I, I, I read a lot of statistics off last night right. at, our, at our banquet. Yeah. Uh, we had uh, a team GPA of over 3.11 as That's a whole. That's great. That's great. Uh, we had, uh, you know, something, some sort of statistic like 47 kids over 3.0. We had 27 kids over 4.0. Yeah. Our captain GPA was, our four captains had a combined GPA of 4.64. You got great it, captains. It, it was incredible. Yeah. Incredible. So that, that, yeah. that's, it's been enjoyable that way for sure. Yeah. And you don't lose a lot of kids this year, do you? I mean, I know Anesti graduates, but, and we'll talk about him in a minute, but. Yeah. I mean, we, no, we do. Uh, we, we always going to graduate, you know, when our program is probably one of the biggest ones in Eastern Massachusetts. Yeah. Uh, so we have about 90 kids, sophomore, juniors, and seniors, and then another 40 yeah. freshmen or so. Uh, so we're always turning over about 25 kids. So that, that's high. Yeah. Um, and we're always, you know, there's key kids all the way. And right. there's some kids who will miss the key positions. But, you know, we'll start in two weeks. Start yeah. weightlifting for the next season. And, yeah. And let's go. I was looking at uh, Shane Eason. And I'm just amazed, you know, at what he's been able to do as a sophomore. Right? He's elusive, I guess, is the word I'd use. Right? So. Yeah, he's a, <clears throat> a special kind of running back that only comes around a certain amount. Um, once in a once in a long time, yeah. uh, we've had some good players over the years. But his, yeah. you know, what, what gets lost in him is he sets up runs mentally. You know, he gets the ball and he's four or five steps ahead of a kid, not physically but mentally. He is. Yeah. and what he's how he's going to set a kid up to make a cut. Yeah, um, that's what makes him, um, you know, better than most because he can do that. It's amazing yeah. what he's done to some kids and has turned some kids inside out. Yeah. Um, and that's really what makes him special. Yeah, I see him get cornered and then he elusive, you know. So um, so I, we got a couple of pictures that I wanted to share with our audience that came from your banquet last night. So um, have we got those MCS that we can start showing? So this is the whole team. And, and I want to say, um, so, um, you know, the, for me, the Brockton game and the Franklin game were, were fantastic. But I was also proud of your team uh, last Friday night when I went to the game uh, that they kept their cool in what I thought was a very difficult environment. One hell of a long ride, too, Coach, I'll be honest with you. I was 15 minutes late for the kickoff. I, I 
clearly underestimated what GPS told me and what happened were two different things, right? So Yeah, I mean, we, we, we are hoping to be at the game an hour or two hours early. Yeah. And the, the solar glare on 495 is what gets you. Oh, yeah. And it took us a trip that was supposed to take 50 minutes. took us an hour and 40 minutes. Uh. Um, so when we got there, but we did equate for the, you know, a lot of that time. But still, it, it threw us yeah. off a little bit, but not really. We still went through our normal pregame. But yeah. I understand your, your pain because oh, it was supposed to be. Especially getting on 290. Yeah, oh. I was like, well, where's the traffic? When you get on 290, there's no traffic. So why is there a hang-up from 495 to 290? But anyway, that traffic is a subject for another day. And by the way, before I forget, for those of you out there, traffic is crazy today. So be patient out there. Um, me getting across the city, I left City Hall at like... 435, and as you know, I just got here at like 452. I was like, oh my goodness, am I going to make it? But um, okay, we got some other pictures that I want to share. So great team. So this is the Robert Gilbert Alumni Brotherhood Award, and Andon Zanini got it. A little bit about Andon. Uh, excellent kid. You know, he, he was a kid that last year didn't play much as a junior, really wanted to play, was, you know, was right on the cusp of playing. He, we switched his position. Uh, from defensive back to defensive end, hoping that you know would highlight his what he has for physical tools. Yeah, and it didn't really pay off from last year. And then this year, he kind of went all in. And what a senior year he had! He filled in at fullback for us. Uh, excellent job, and you know just just an amazing, yeah. amazing teammate. That's what that's award about is yeah. about is about being a great teammate. Outstanding, outstanding. So it looks like you were doing it at the VFW, if I read the background. Yep. Right? Yeah, yeah, we have that at the VFW. That, that, what, what a great night. Yeah, uh, next picture, please. So this is Robert Hickey, UB, Unsung Hero Award. And I want Adriel Vigniero. Adriel, yeah, he, yeah, so he played center for us. He started a few games at linebacker for us, and he played uh, center for us in the second half of the season and never really snapped the varsity snap until five games ago. Yeah. Um, and he came in and... What a great, a, job. Job. Yeah. <laughs> a great job. Yeah. You know, really didn't have any bad snaps. Really wasn't any problems. You know, um, we, we thought we had a bad snap against Franklin, but yeah. uh, it was actually Drew just dropped it. <laughs> it, was a good, it, was, it was a good thing. Yeah, yeah. I, I, you know, right. I said to somebody, I'm not a big, you know, I'm not a football coach and I don't pretend to be one. But I don't know if he scores if he doesn't drop that ball, right? It, it well, seemed to probably, set them all off. He right? probably would have thrown the ball away right. and we probably would have kicked the field goal. Right. Um, so I'm glad he dropped it. Yeah, yeah, me too. <laughs> so... I was, I actually, that was the only game I didn't go to. I was at home, and I screamed so loud when he scored that my kids came running up the stairs, thought something was wrong with me again, right? So, all right, next slide. I want to get the, Xander Silva, uh, great hands. Um, he got the Zanny Nicholson Award. So talk a little bit about Xander. Yeah, Xander had a great season. I know we, um, you know, he, he was a kid that, you know, com, you know what, him and Drew were com, competing for the quarterback position last year. Uh, and Drew kind of beat him out. And, you know, what, what do you do when that yeah. happens? You decide to either, you know, turtle or you decide to, like, you know, figure out a way to, to make something good out of a, you know, a bad situation personally for him. And he, he made something good, became a receiver this year. And what a year he had. He's a great defensive back. Yeah. And then, you know, I said a lot in the newspaper against Franklin. Yeah. What a, he almost had what a catch there at the end, huh? Several oh, my goodness. catches. Yeah. Well, the yeah. game, game of the ages. Uh, Amen. And, then he, and then he had the pick. Against yeah, Brockton, that was like yeah. a surreal moment. That would go down history. I got to go off script and tell you, when I first got to Nicholson for the Brockton game, I saw those linemen. I was like, whoa, right? Those were giant kids. I was like, holy Toledo, right? Yeah, I almost, so. left. I almost left, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Next slide, please. 
Outstanding skill position went to Shane. That's quite a hairstyle he's got there. Yeah, that's pretty common. You walk the high school hallways right yeah. now. There's, there's a lot of people that have yeah. that uh, that hairstyle, yeah. you know, for sure. But uh, no, that that just was kind of, you know, the kids vote on these awards. Yeah. Um, so I wouldn't, you know, don't don't I call us a no-brainer. But he obviously yeah. was outstanding. Yeah. Um, at running back, receiver, he's almost going to have a thousand yards at both, which yeah. is like almost unheard of in high school. Now, was earlier in the year, maybe I'm, was he playing like defensive back or? He, yeah, safety? he played. He still did. He played all year, but okay. But because he had so many carries, we had yeah. to kind of limit him at defensive back. Yeah. But he paid when when they were when it got thick. He was yeah. in. He was yeah. in there. He was in yeah. there. And I saw him a couple, uh, couple times against Brock. That he took big hits, looked to be limping or or something. Comes right back in the game. I was like, wow. You know, yeah, he, he took some, guy. he took a real bad one against yeah. Central, against uh, Springfield Central and got right up. So oh, yeah. pretty impressive. How about, well, a couple. I, I won't go into it. I said I wouldn't. A couple helmet to helmet hits. I was pretty disappointed. Yeah, well, they they Springfield Central plays defense hard, like the eleven guys, yep. and they they yep. they uh, you know I I, w- I wouldn't call them dirty. It's just they no. play so aggressive yeah. that it just yep. kind of looks that way. No, I get it. All right, they wanted to see the socks again, so they came oh, back. Yeah, to, absolutely. Yeah. So next slide, please. So uh, I got a tip. I, so Jared uh, is not the biggest lineman I've ever seen. He did a heck of a job. Yeah. I mean, look at him. If you see the film, he, he's, he's, he claims he's 5'6". Yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll let him yeah. claim that. Own it. We'll yeah. let him own yeah. that. Uh, but if you saw what he did in his career... Very, very impressive. Yeah. Um, he blocked some of the best players in the state. Uh, you know, last year, you know, the the kid Zinter from uh, Central. Central Catholic yeah. is an excellent player, and he yeah. kind of we switched him in the game last year, and he shut him down yeah. pretty well. Uh, as much as you can shut that kid down, right. he's an ex- he's an excellent player. Right. Uh, but what what an what an epic career! And then he had the two point. We threw him a tackle he did. screen. I saw, I, that was great. Yeah, yeah. we threw we we do some crazy stuff on offense. Yeah. My offensive coordinator Ryan Dugan's amazing. Uh, but we threw a tackle screen that ended up being a bounce pass. Yeah. Uh, for a two-point conversion yeah. in a game that we won by three in the playoffs. So right. that kind of tells you Outstanding. Well, how yeah. we call plays in Methuen. Well, like I said, the Brockton game, I was just sitting there watching it saying, oh, my God, he, there's no quitting this young man. He just keeps going at it, right? Oh, yeah. There's, no, there's, yeah. there's nobody better than Jared Rail. Next slide. I got them all, Coach, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> so here's the – I don't know why my staff put bold face here, but the Clement Bonanno, I, I know the Bonanno family well. Offensive MVP Drew Eason. So. Oh, I mean, record record breaker. Last year he almost had almost had two thousand yards, and this year he has over two thousand yards, uh, leading into t- tomorrow's game for sure. Yeah. Um, so he's he's the school record holder by a lot. He had probably I think eighteen touchdowns last year, which was a school record. This year he has over twenty. Um, his accuracy is is terrific. Terrific. Yeah. Um, no, I think we we were kidding him because last year I think he had. Something like 68.5. Yeah. And this year he has 68.7, so he's got very little margin of error for incomple- <laughs> incompletions on Thanksgiving. Well, he's got a senior year, right? Well, I'm just talking about for yearly, yeah. the yearly statistic. Yeah. Last year was, nope. you know, so he's close on the completion percentage. Yeah. And I met, uh, I've talked to the, uh, their parents, uh, Drew and Shane's parents. Um, I often sit with uh, Mrs. Eason, Tammy Eason. Uh, wonderful people. Wonderful people. 
Yeah, Tammy helps a lot with with the, what's called the MEIC group. She helps a lot with the the booster group, and she helps a lot with yeah. the parents that give us the, the, yep. the meals that you've yep. supported. I do. Yeah. Um, uh, so she, what a great lady. Uh, yeah. And then of course she um, did not put a gun to my head. Just saying. No, so <laughs> no. I was happy to. What, do what that. an excellent lady. And of course yeah. uh, the, the uh, Mr. Reeson, PJ. He uh, he coaches Pop Warner. Yep. Uh, has for a long time, so yep. uh, he knows a lot about football. Good people, and uh, they got two fabulous gentlemen there, young gentlemen. Next slide. Okay, so this Al- Andrew Haldane Coaches Award went to Thomas Fuccioni. Am I saying that right? You absolutely are. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, so he, he was another one of those kids. He never, I never ever thought he would ever play a down of varsity athletics for us on the on an important game. Um, you know, it's hard. You know, it's hard to play varsity like we play the highest level of Massachusetts football. Right. Um, wasn't to his own admittance, he's not the best athlete ever. But he's a kid that shows what our weight room does and what you can do by committing yourself to that. Yeah. And he was incredible this year. Yeah. Absolutely. The, you know, we, we have a lifting program we call the pig program, and he um, crushed that and made himself a starter, refused, yeah. to, refused to not be, and he started all 12 games for us, the left tackle. And That's great. Incredible. So I remember the guys talking to me about the pig program when we were yeah. doing the, the dinner, right? And they yeah. A lot of pride in that, so that's a great thing. I don't know. Do we have, we have one more? Uh, we do. I forgot my – so I, I want to tell you a story. I went to the – I don't know if I told you this. I went to the school library to film um, a recycling video. So there's two students at the high school that are on the trash team in the city, the Trash and Recycling Council, and they're filming a video for the kids at the high school about – why we should be recycling better. And so I went up there. I walk in the media center, and there's a nesty um, tutoring another young man in math. And, it's, you know, and he, he got an award from the school committee last meeting. So award, yeah. Just um, all around terrific young man. So yeah, I, I mean, didn't give you much to play with no, there. Sorry, he's, just, he's, he's an easy, easy person to talk about. Yeah. Um, he's got to be well, athletically. He's probably one of the two, uh, best two-way players in the state. Plays defensive end and tight end. Um, so he has eight touchdown catches this year, 30 catches, which in high school is a fantastic mark. Right. Um, you know, in defensive end, he was one of the leaders of our defense, had yeah. over 50 tackles. You know, incredible two-way player. But if you look at him as a person, if you're at home watching this or, you know, have young kids or whatever, he's a kid that you say, well, you know, I want my son to be like right. an SC2. Couldn't he, agree more. He has a, like a four-point something yeah. GPA. Yeah. He, he's a, please, thank you, as, as brought up, as, as nice as you could possibly be, as selfish as you could uh, selfless as you could be. Um, I can't speak enough about an yeah, SC2. So um, he got an award from the school committee for um, uh, math skills, right? Yep. So I was tempted to. I know he's going to go to college, but I was tempted to hire him on the spot, you know, for budgeting and that. So <laughs> I saw him working with the other young man. I was like, wow, this guy's got it all together. Yeah, I, so, think he, I think he said something about giving the teachers like 4% next time. Really? And, and yeah, I think he said something like that. It's a smart. Uh, he, Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Kidding, I'm, I'm, kidding, I'm, kidding, yeah. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I don't negotiate. So. <laughs> Not for the schools, anyways. Everybody else, I do. All right, do we have one more? I'm, I'm, here we go. Just the Rangers. So come back to this, us, if you could, come on us. We've got about 11 more minutes with the, the coach. So um, tomorrow, um, tradition besides uh, Turkey Day. And I saw something else. Um, you know, I follow your posts religiously. You did Knox Senior on your butt day yesterday. Is that? Yeah. Talk about 
So, a tradition we started, one of my, my first since I've been here, yeah. um, we, you know, we used to do it, we usually do it on the Saturday before Thanksgiving. We'll get the kids in. It's the only early practice we really have except for yeah. preseason. We get the kids in at 8 o'clock and we do the stretches and, and then we have a tradition where seniors can call out or, or players can call out seniors and we do one-on-ones. Oh, and, great, yeah. Uh, and we've, you know, jokingly over the years called it national, put a senior on his back day. Yeah. And the seniors get all jazzed up, yeah, and the yeah, kids sure. get yeah. all jazzed up. And yeah. you know, this year we actually had a couple brothers on the team, Ooh. the both LaBelle yeah. brothers and, and uh, the Silver brothers. Yeah. So we, you know, we partnered them up, and we have a good time with it. And the kids get after it a little bit. It's kind of yeah. a good way to have some fun and yeah. jazz up practice. And, yeah. You know, you know. Of course, I, I kind of make up the name of it. You know, but, yeah, sure. it, but it's but it's gone. It's hey, it's taken it off. Sticks. The kids brother, yeah. Traditions are important. Um, so looking back, can you? Is there one favorite moment of the year for you as you look back over this? Because, uh, you know, it's tremendous success. And I, I'm talking about not just from the wins and losses perspective. I'm tremendously impressed with what you've done with these young men. So, you know, if you take the season, I would hope you consider it successful. Yeah. Uh, from, from that, from, yeah, well, of course it was. It was well, yeah. Final Four. Yep. You know, we have... Um, you know, certainly one of the better teams in 30 years. Yeah. Um, sure, some teams around 2009, 2010 would uh, would have something to say about that. But, you know, we're in the conversation for sure, and yeah. we do a lot of things. You know, we raise some money for the backpack program. We've done some field cleanups. I think the kids are around school. Like I told you, the grades are good. Yeah. Uh, it's not a perfect system, and yeah. we certainly don't have you – know, we have 120 kids in our program. They're not all Boy Scouts, but – you know, I think we try to teach them the right way and high character stuff. But if you were to point one, it's, it's hard. But, you know, of course, everyone, learn, everyone wants to look to, you know, Drew's what I call the no-no-go-go play yeah. in the newspaper, but yeah. which wins us the Final Four. And I, yeah. But if you really want to look at something, we were down in Marshfield, and yeah. we were up 24 to nothing. Sorry. Yeah. And, um, they, but then they started coming back. Coming back, back yeah. And Marshfield is a team that will do that to you. They're, they're, they run this weird no huddle where it's, like, extremely fast, and they'll wear you out. Um, and then Shane Easton had an interception in that game right right on our sideline, and it was like a, like how he contorted his body was pretty amazing. When he intercepted that ball, I knew we were going to win that game. Um, and then I knew, you know what? We had something work. Yeah. We, we we faced a lot of adversity. We were in a, on the road, and there was a there was a really hostile crowd that night. Yeah. Um, and we we withstood it. And I said, you know what, this team might actually yeah. do something here. Yep. So um, tomorrow's to Turkey Day, um, and you got Drake it, and it's up at Drake it. I already bought my ticket. No cash will be accepted at the gate. I wanted to say that. I find that a little weird. No cash at the gate at all. Huh? Okay. Yeah. So I saw that for the MIAA games, um, and I kind of said, okay, I get it, bigger crowd. Um, but Drake had put a, um, and thank, thank you to Mr. Curran, he put it out saying they won't take any cash at the gate. And I said, that's a little strange, but um, beautiful new field, right? Absolutely. Have you been on it before? Uh, so my daughter plays soccer for, for Tewksbury High. Yeah. I'm from, uh, we live in Tewksbury. Uh, so I've been there a few times. And it, what's good about it from my perspective as the coach is we, when we used to go there, was the grass field was one of the worst in the Merrimack yeah. Valley. And then the fans used to be, like, right on right top, on top of, you. of you. Yeah. And the refs would be screaming at us about, like, get up, back off the field. And I was like, where do we go? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so now there actually is no 
fans on the on the away sideline. It's a clear yeah. to the fence yeah. uh, and the way they have the stands on. So I think I'm looking forward to that. And it's turf. Yeah. Um, so it's going to be 32 degrees at 9 o'clock in the morning and then so, 36 degrees back in the old grass days. Yeah. That would mean that it's a frozen field, and yeah. then at game time, we would turn into that little ice cream cake. Yeah. Yeah. But it doesn't do that anymore. Slippery. Yeah, yeah. With yeah, turf yeah. fields, that's, that's the yeah. pros and cons of yeah. the turf field era. So for some of you kids, it'll be their last time playing football in high school. For some, maybe even the last time they play, right? So what do you, what do you, what do you say to them for the game? You know, I'm a big fan of college football. Um, people hate on this even more than pros because, uh, you know, I've seen uh, – in my Raytheon days, I did a lot of traveling and stayed, you know, over the weekend so I could see, like, Michigan State, Michigan, Ohio State, uh, Texas, the high schools in Texas. I saw 45,000 people at a high school football game in Texas. I was like, oh, my goodness. So what do you say to them to get them in the right? So every year is a little bit different. You know, the way we finished this year, certainly with Friday being the end of the playoff game and then a quick turnaround here for Thanksgiving – um, my message to these kids is uh, this week was just just play your hearts out tomorrow. Just play as hard as you possibly can. Uh, we we are a really good team. Um, you know, if we play as hard as we can, then we probably should get our ninth win. Yeah. Nothing's ever guaranteed in this, no. in, in this world. But, you know, to be honest, if we play hard and play yeah. for each other, yep. th- that's going to be, yeah. you know, whether we win or lose or whatever, that's going to be That's all we can give. Amen. So, Amen. Um, no regrets. Well, let me just check and see if we got any questions. See, they love you. They're not asking any questions. <laughs> so there's plenty of people watching more than normal. Nobody's asking any questions. Um, so I, I asked you your favorite point of the year. You answered correctly. Um, look ahead a little bit to next year. So you said you got about 25 seniors graduating. Is that, did I do yeah, that right? I think 23 was the number. Yeah. And how many people were? How many kids were on the team? About 88. Okay. About so, 88. Do you think you'll be able to replenish? Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. we should. There's enough kids, but the, you know, every year is very unique. I mean, put it. There, I mean, this way, our starting our two starting defensive tackles this year, uh, we didn't know we we're going to be in our program until August. Um, you know, just get Julian Martinez and Josh Kiwanuka. So there are kids in the school that, you know, I need to actively yeah. recruit. Yeah. Uh, which I constantly am doing because there's a number of kids that have it in them to be yeah. great players that yeah. uh, for some reason or another haven't played yet or whatever. Um, so, and we have a great freshman class coming up. They were, they were, yeah, nine, saw they were nine and one. Yeah. Uh, so, but it's the linemen. Yeah. We need, we have a lot yeah. of great seal kids, but we need, yeah. if you're a big kid, anybody out there, yeah. big kid, go to Methuen High, come Amen. see me, come see Amen. me. We have yeah. a spot for you. Amen. So if you need me to walk the halls or go to the grammar school's eighth grade, I'm happy to solicit with you yeah. and say, we need you. <laughs> Right? That would be good. That'd so be my good. campaign manager's watching. I just saw that. He's a central guy like I am, Grad. But I want to say this bleed blue. Right? <laughs> I say that all the time, as you know. Absolutely. Right? Um, so we are going to beat central next year for my campaign manager. I know that. Well, um, well, I will see. I don't know if we're playing them next year. Oh. So that the, 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 the we've read in the paper a couple of weeks ago. They switched our league around. Oh, they did? Yeah. They did. Talk so, a little bit about that. So they the... I don't know. There's a lot of scuttlebutt between different things. So we uh, right now, as far as I understand it, to be we are in a league with Chelmsford, Billerica, North Andover, and Tewksbury. Yeah. Uh, and we have crossover games against uh, Andover, Lowell, um, and Drake on Thanksgiving. Yeah. 
So you guys, you guys did a great job against Sandover this year. I know you lost, but um, that was like a prize fight, slugging it out, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, that would be the game that if you if you look at, you know, I'd love to play that game again. Yeah. Um, you know, there's you know every game. There's a coach. You know, football is a weird sport because when you it is. a coach can impact the game a lot by just by the calls they make. Yep. Uh, for sure, and the, you know, certainly players execute the plays, but. There was a few defensive calls I made that I took some chances that I would like to have back that didn't pay off. Yeah. Uh, but you win some, you lose some. You some do. games have called some better ones. Some but, great, yeah. But there was a couple in that game that I wish I had back. But, you know, it is what it is. And they, For the record, I love it when you beat Andover. I'm, I'm an old-time, so I love to see Andover lose. There's only a few thousand people are going to see that now. Andover probably put it in their locker room like Belichick does. Yeah. Look at the mayor, you know. Yeah. Um, so, and I think we're at Andover. We'll be at Andover next year if I understand it. It should be. Yeah. So, so the other thing I wanted to talk to you about before I let you go, and we've got just a couple of minutes left here. So the MIA, you know, with the playoffs, it has changed it. So you, know, you mentioned some teams, Chelmsford, Bill Ricker, Tewksbury, that Methuen always used to play but doesn't so much anymore, right? And so, you know, because I, I love the rivalry of the conference, if you will, yep. right? And I think a little bit of that is lost because – the. You know, to do the playoff thing, there's just not enough room to do it all. Right? Correct, correct. And, and the power seedings is a complicated power seeding thing. Um, that that for next year, the way that the league is set up, will that I just mentioned a few minutes ago, that will help us more. Yeah. Uh, that will get us more points. Yeah. Uh, assuming we we take care of business, but even playing yeah. those teams helps you. Yeah. Um, so there's some flaws in the new playoff system. I don't. I'm not a person that actually hates it. Yeah. I actually like it to an extent. Yeah. Um, there's some flaws to it. Uh, like a lot of people really, really hate it, but I, I'm yeah. not one of those people. I think were, the old system was not particularly great either. Yeah, um, so, um, you know, we'll see if they can kind of they can fix the system a little bit, uh, yeah. give it a couple of years. But it certainly worked okay. We went to the Final Four. Yeah, <laughs> so, did a great job. Um, like I said, but we'll see. Now we'll see what happens. We got to start. We got a big game tomorrow, and then big game tomorrow. And then we take about ten days off, and we start yep. the new season. And I'm going to reach across and say, I'll be there tomorrow. I've got to get the M in the right spot. Yeah, With a giant yeah. head like this, it's hard. <laughs> so, so I'll put that on. So I'll be there. 32-plus 30, degrees. Uh, I will be bundled up to Sino. At 9 o'clock. Game time yeah. will be a balmy 36. Oh, yeah. And yeah. sunny. And yeah. sunny. Well, i got to be honest with you. There was one of the games at Nicholson this year. I'm trying to remember. It was early in the Low. season. Yeah. Windy. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Was it? The only so, bad game we had. So I get out of the car, and I was talking to uh, Officer Ferrelli. And I, was, I had to go back and wear my uh, city, you know, emergency parka. Yeah. I had nothing else. I had like a sweatshirt. I was like, my goodness, it's way too cold here. So, yeah. um, all right. So I got 530. I want to keep to my plan. And I want your daughter staying in the car longer than she has to. Anything else you want to say to the residents of Methuen? I'll be proud of you, these young men. You know, they, yeah. they had a great, great season. They're, they're really a fine representation of our, of our city. Yeah, they are. They are outstanding young men. And much of the credit goes to you and the coaching staff and the teachers as well. So we really appreciate. Uh, I, I, you know, put on one of the posts last night. Thanks for the ride. You guys did a great job. Um, I enjoyed every minute of it. I, I'm looking forward. It's kind of disappointing the season's over a little bit, right? Yeah. yeah. It ends abruptly. But I feel the same way about you know college football when it's finished. So, sure. um, so thank you for coming on the show. I look forward to seeing you tomorrow. I uh, appreciate everything you do. Let awesome. me just quick check and make sure we don't have any questions. Okay. You'll be the first. Oh, whoa. Okay. 
Okay, so there's a couple questions about the hazing incident. And just your thoughts on that. What, the one in Haverhill? The Haverhill, yeah. Uh, well, I mean, there's a lot of information I don't know about that situation. Yeah. I just know that um, as a coach, it's like your biggest fear. Yeah. No matter how much you talk about things and being a good you know, teammate and doing certain things, you can't be everywhere yeah. all the time. Right. Um, you know, it'd be nice. it's easy to say, like, well, why weren't they in the locker room? But, you know, there's there's lots of different parts of the locker room. There's lots of different things. So uh, you hope it doesn't happen. It's like, a, you know, you hope that the systems you have in place yeah. prevent things like that. Yeah. Um, but it is like a nightmare because no one would ever want to see a kid, any harassed kid. like that. Agreed. Any kid. Yeah. Um, harassed either, yep. either not only physically, but uh, mentally or verbally. Verbally, yeah. It's, it's, it's nuts. It makes me... Um, upset yeah. um, when things like that happen. Yeah, sure. me too. So do you talk to your kids about that kind of thing when, you, when you're first getting going? Yeah, that's a big deal in preseason. We talk a lot about it, but it's still, you know, there's still things that go on and behind the scenes that maybe you don't know about. Um, a lot of kids don't realize that, you know, they think they're just being funny. Right. Um, yeah. You know, like throwing a football or doing this or doing that. And, and they really mean potentially no harm about it. They're right. just, they're just, because they're just goofballs. They're right. kids. Yeah. Um, but we have to really tell them that, you know, kids are getting their feelings hurt or different things, whatever it is. And yeah. it's just not right. Um, so, yeah, we're, 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 we're going to do more of it for sure. Okay. Appreciate that. Well, thanks for coming on the show. Best of luck to you tomorrow. Thank I hope you. you're going to be dressed appropriately. Yeah, so. yeah, I will be. I'll be fine. Yeah, warm enough. Fine. So we're going to go to the slides, but uh, that's Coach Tom Ryan from the one high. Oh, by the way, before I let you, what do you teach? Uh, history. You teach school. history. My favorite yep. subject. Yeah, AP European history and legal studies and government. And, Excellent. So. Well, say, I, we could get more of the government students at Methuen High School involved with uh, the political process, the election. Yeah. Right? So... We have internship opportunities that I'd love to talk to you about at some point in time. All right? Excellent. So thank you very much for coming. We're going to go to some slides, and then that will allow you to duck out. Say hello to your daughter for me. I will. Thank you, sir. Take care, and thank you again. All right. So we got some other. Yep. Yep. You could. Um, So just a quick reminder, and hopefully um, not too late in the day to say it to you, uh, trash and recycling holiday schedule this week. So through today, it was the regular schedule pickup because of the Thanksgiving holiday tomorrow. Uh, there's no pickup of either trash or recycling. So if your normal day is Thursday, it will move to Friday. And if your normal day is Friday, it will move to Saturday. And that's for both trash and recycling. And just a quick reminder here, I don't know if I have the slide, that we are still pulling up, uh, excuse me, picking up uh, old barrels, old carts. Um, if you want to get rid of them, put them out on your recycle day. Um, it's the city DPW that picks them up, not Harvey. Um, so if you put them out this Saturday, let's say you're in my end of town, East End, you put them out this Saturday, the DPW will probably get them Monday. But we're doing that through December 2nd. Next slide, please. So I want to talk a li- spend a little bit of time talking about this event we've got coming up December 5th. Um, I've talked a lot to uh, folks from National Grid, um, and they've committed to us, and I'm not happy with National Grid, to be honest with you, with the 64% rate increase. So we've done a couple of things. We put $400,000 of our upper budget aside uh, for our seniors, for our seniors only, uh, because in this city, um, with these kind of rates, 
There's no reason for any of our seniors to have to pick between heat, rental mortgage, and food. So we've put $400,000 aside and up to $2,000 per family, seniors, um, to address this during the winter heating series. But we do have National Grid coming in, and they're going to bring up the six customer service representatives to set up individual stations to work with some of our seniors one-on-one at City Hall. That event is December 5th from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. at the Senior Center, 77 Lowell Street, Bethune, and I will be there as well. And those one-on-one discussions will focus on aid, payment plans, and other options available to avoid losing your electricity and heat when you most need it during the winter months. So the only thing we ask is that you bring your most recent national grid bill so that the customer service rep has somebody to discuss. And as I said, we'll also have uh, Kelly Townsend and Jasmine Nunez there to talk about the eligibility for the 400000 that the city set aside for our resident seniors. But I do want to remind you, this is for resident seniors only in the city of Methuen. So um, resident seniors only. Um, Monday, December 5th, 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. I got a couple more slides here on this. Go ahead. Um, so we're also going to have Greater Lawrence Community Action Council there to help with fuel assistance. So multiple options available to our senior residents. Uh, if you're a new applicant, if you haven't used GLCAC, uh, you need to bring an income verification, your Social Security and or your pension, a photo ID, and your housing costs, a bill that shows either your rent or mortgage receipt. Um, bring those documents in addition to the national grid bill. We're going we're gonna to pump this out. We're going to use the robocall, and I'll talk about that in a minute. Uh, but if you have questions, please contact one of our fabulous workers in the city, uh, Sue Riccio, who gives her heart and soul to our senior community. Uh, contact her at the email listed there on the slide, or call 978-983-8837. We're going to blast a lot more information about this out before December 5th, because it's still a week away. So we're going to keep hitting this and make sure that everybody knows. And in case you didn't get that, the next slide should be, uh, this is the GLCAC. I won't spend any time here. The income eligibility, we'll get that out there. Next slide. Okay, so there should have been a slide in Spanish, sorry about that, um, that we included. But um, so it's for any senior resident in the city of Methuen, regardless of your, there it is. Thank you. Um, so this is in Spanish, cuando, el 5 de diciembre, from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m., uh, donde, Methuen Senior Center, uh, 77 Law Street, Methuen, para, solamente para personas mayores, residentes de Methuen, right? So all the things I said in the previous chart, if you have any questions, we do have a bilingual uh, individual worker at the Senior Center now, so call Sue Riccio, and make sure you Put it on your calendar because there's multiple opportunities to get assistance. So you're going to get National Grid talking about how you can get assistance. You're going to get Great Lawrence Community Action Council talking about fuel assistance. And you're also going to have the city of Methuen. So I'm hoping to get at least 100 of our seniors down there to talk to these representatives and kind of figure a way to make sure that our seniors don't go cold this winter uh, and don't have to choose between food, mortgage, or um, uh, heat, and you know, one of the things is um, the city representatives will be able to talk to, as well as GLCAC, about raft and other things available for rent, 
or rental assistance, uh, as well as heating assistance. So December 5th, 10 to 1 at the Senior Center. Please come on down. All right, now we'll go to the tree lighting. We got, and I want to say uh, kudos to uh, Steve Angelo and the um, rec department, Bill Manzi IV. Um, they did a great job on Santa Parade. Hopefully you got out to see it. If you didn't, MCS filmed it, and I know they're showing it. It was a great take. Um, we've got some fabulous events coming up. The Methuen Tree Lighting, and I want to say that you folks picked the tree. 91% of you picked tree number three. Um, so that's the tree that's being moved to the loop this week. Um, and we will light it up Sunday, December 4th, between 4 p.m. and 8 p.m. There'll be tons of things there. There's live music. There's sleigh rides. There's pictures with Santa. There's pony rides. There's train rides. There's interactive games. I mean, you name it. There's food trucks and so much more. Uh, and again, I want to say we're especially appreciative of our friends at The Loop. Um, they work with us hand in hand. And for those of you that have been asking, sending it into the mayor's office, um, you know, what's going in at Not Your Average Joe's? The answer is it's an oriental restaurant. So there is the tree lighting in, in Spanish. Uh, El Domingo, El Cuatro de Diciembre, from 4 p.m. to 8 p.m. So come on down and join us. Sing some carols. Drink some hot chocolate. The mayor's going to provide hot chocolate that you don't have to pay for. Uh, food trucks you do have to pay for. But come on down and join us. It'll be a great time. It was a great time last year. And that tree's going to look fantastic. And before I go off on another tangent, uh, we are also going to write, uh, if you, excuse me, light, um, if you watch the city council, you heard Christy McAuliffe, the... Um, Librarian asked me about the what I call the pencil tree at the library. So that is being lit. Uh, that tree is 90 feet tall, Nancy, 90 feet tall. So we have reached a deal with a private provider to light the tree. And then at the end of the season, they're only going to take off the bottom rungs so that it's a little cheaper to put it on next year. So kudos to uh, Steve Angelo and to the folks that um, we negotiated with because we were able to come to agreement we brought it down from 19000 original cost to 14000 um, So great, great work there to get that affordable. It's so great to have the lights up for the holiday season. It brightens it up. If you're like me, which you're probably not, you're a lot younger, um, you worry because after the holidays, you know, we got January and February to look forward to, and January and February are kind of bleak around here, right? Cold and unwarming. So... Uh, Let's get out Sunday, December 4th, uh, participate in the tree lighting, and make sure you have a cup of that hot cocoa that we're providing and sing some carols. So we've got folks from the Public Schools coming to sing. Uh, I'm really looking forward to it. In fact, I have tickets to see the Irish tenors in Lowell that day because I didn't know the, the date of the tree lighting when, we, when I bought the tickets. I'm going to have to cut out early, and my tickets are in the second row. I hope the Irish tenors won't be um, offended when I leave. Okay, um, let me just take a quick look and see if we've got any other questions. Um, yeah, great, great catch. Thank you for prompting. So Nancy prompted me. That is, uh, is it the 8th? Nancy, I'm trying to remember. I think it's December 8th, the Happy Hots Chorus. Um, the mayor has uh, signed up to sing a song. You'll have to forgive me. Um, but the Happy Hots Chorus does a great job, and they've lost five members this year. Um, so uh, I'd love to have you come out and see it. 
And if that's not motivation enough for you, uh, my understanding is that both Chief Sheehy and Chief McNamara will be at the event and will be dressed in tights as elves. So I can hardly wait to see that. And you've got um, Jill Stacklin and Cole Welch Caffrey acting as the MCs for the event. So come on down, support our Happy Hots Chorus. Again, you can talk to Sue Riccio. I think it's 1 o'clock on the 8th. Um, it's a fun time. Um, so come on down and, and see that. Um, so that's most of the events I got. I don't know, if, did I have any more slides in the room? Is that it? Ah, thank you for reminding me. So uh, I had a resident reach out to me. We've got a big holiday craft fair this coming Sunday, November 27th from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. Um, and it's at the Comprehensive Grammar School Gym. Um, so if you're like me, you're going to go down and check it out. Because um, Sunday is the beginning of Advent. Uh, for those that, that practice. Uh, so come on down and support. Look at all those vendors that are listed there. So a great way to start your holiday shopping. I did want to stop here, and t- we've got it in Spanish too, for those that watch. There you go. El domingo, el 27 de noviembre, de 10 a 15 horas. Right, so come on down. Get your Christmas shopping started if you haven't already done it. If you like the May, you haven't done a lick of it. The smart people have probably already done it. Um, but, you know, it's a great way to support uh, CPAC um, and, you know, show the community that we support it fully, just like we talked about with the football team. Okay. Um, and then uh, I think that's everything I got for ads and everything. There's a lot of ads today. But it's a good time of year. It's a time of tradition and heartwarming. Um, and so I, I'd encourage you to slow down. So we've got like 15 minutes left. Um, and I'm going to address one more thing, but I'm going to change. Oh, look at Nancy sucking up to Jill Stacklin. Thank you to Jill Stacklin. Yeah, she's a big help. She, she's done the parade every year up to this year, and she was a lot of help to Steve Angelo as the rec department took it over. I think the parade was bigger and better than ever this year. So we had, I think, 14 bands. It was terrific. Um, and lots of floats. Mathieu and Petey put in a float uh, first time that I can remember. Say it again? The Grinch. And they had the Grinch in jail. Yes, you're right. So I think, if I'm not incorrect, he will make a reappearance at the tree lighting. And we may have to lock him up again. Um, okay, so um, I'm not seeing a lot of questions here, but I do want to remind you that tomorrow morning, 10 o'clock, the Thuan High football team is in Draket at Draket High School to uh, close out the 2022 football season with a game against... Uh, Drake at High School. Um, and a reminder, you cannot pay cash at the gate. You have to buy your tickets online from GoFan, G-O-F-A-N. Um, so if you're going tomorrow, make sure you get your tickets. Um, I did want to also say, I don't want the focus to be entirely on football. What a fabulous fall, and I said this the other night at the City Council, Methuen um, High School has had, not just in the win-loss records, uh, but also in the character and integrity of all the the young folks that represent our city. So our girls' volleyball team, our girls' soccer team, our boys' soccer team, our boys' golf team, all of them had tremendous um, fall seasons and made state tournaments and really make the city proud. So make sure you give your kudos to the coaches and the teachers that helped make that possible because it's a lot of extra work just to get that done. Okay, I want to shift gears here a little bit. Um, so I know there's a lot going on 
uh, on city, is the elevator at City Hall operating yet? The answer is no. The mayor's had to go up and down the stairs three times today. Um, the second time I had to take a break at the second floor. Um, so we are waiting apart, uh, but we do, the part has been shipped. We're anticipating we'll have that fixed uh, before Monday. So appreciate you asking me for that. I did want to talk about something that made, um, I don't follow Facebook as much anymore uh, under the advice of friends uh, because things can get really nasty out there. And I want to address something that a local media, and I use quotation fingers when I say that, um, put out uh, regarding uh, hiring of our epidemiologists. So I know there's been two um, FOIA requests by different individuals. One is Hans Himmer at Proton.net. For the record, I don't believe that Hans Himmer is a real name. Uh, but I'm going to tell you literally what happened. So um, we posted for an epidemiologist because that was part of a grant that we received from the state to hire an epidemiologist. And in the grant, when you see it, and we're happy to make this public, it talks about the fact when COVID dies down, um, how the epidemiologist can be used for things like RSV, the flu, and other things. And I want to start by saying uh, that the young man that we hired has been doing a great job. For the record, and this is the only time I'll say this, there was no deal cut between the mayor and city council McCarty. Um, I have respect for all the city councilors, but those of you that know me know I don't work that way. Um, I don't interview for every position. I do interview for department heads. And I'm going to tell you one time and one time only what happened. So um, before he left the city, Felix Zemmel, who was our director of public health, and Kelly Townsend, who had conducted the interviews with HR, came uh, to my office and said, Mayor, we have a recommended hire for the epidemiologist. And when I asked them who it was, they said it's Patrick McCarty. Now, I'm not um, naive to the politics in the city of Methuen. Um, so at that point, I turned to my chief of staff and simply asked her, can you reconduct the finalist interviews? And she did. And when she finished those interviews, she came back and said, Maya, this is the correct choice for the job. So I want to go on record as saying, um, no matter what Mr. Duggan puts in that rumor rag that he writes, um, we do not hire people based upon relationship with counselors or anything else associated with that. We hire who we believe is the best candidate for the job. Um, and that includes qualifications. Um, so to say the individual is unqualified is incorrect. To say that the city of Methuen always puts out a press release with every hire is incorrect. For the record, we've also hired multiple clerks, an assistant purchasing agent. We put out a press release when the nomination goes to city council. So as a point of fact, you will see uh, a nomination for the deputy DPW director. We've made... Um, what we believe is a terrific hire, uh, but it requires city council approval. Um, anybody on the police department or fire department from sergeant up um, and assistant department heads and department heads, those are the only ones we do press releases, and those are the only ones that go to city council. It doesn't require a discussion with council. Um, it's the job of the executives to do the hiring. So dispel the rumors. Step away from the fantasy and understand no attempt was made to fact-check that information before it was presented. And there'll be people that are upset with me because I'm even addressing it here. But, you know, you've got uh, Mr. Duggan, who quite honestly is just perturbed because I won't go on his show anymore. And he's just trying to bait the mayor into a discussion. And I don't care if he calls me Mr. Integrity or not. 
I'm going to sit here and tell you, I'm humbled to be your mayor. And every night when I go home, I'm able to look myself in the mirror and say, today I did the best job I could do for the city of Methuen and its residents. A candidate should neither get favor nor discredit because of his or her relationship to an individual in the city. Everybody should be interviewed fairly, period. And the best candidate should be selected. And I can tell you, in this case, three people who interviewed, I should say four, including HR, who interviewed for the city thought this was the best candidate. So did I know he was Council McCarty's brother? Yes, when they brought it to me. Did I interview? No. And I'm not, that's not something I typically would do, right? I don't interview below the assistant department head uh, level. And that's the plain facts. No press release, um, no council information, because that's not the nature of that level of a job. And before you forget everything else, I want to go on record and say the young man's doing a hell of a job for the city of Methuen. And so there were also no secret emails. So, you know, nothing was done to keep this under wraps. Nothing. And I say that candidly. The process was followed. And you may like that, you may not like that, but that's the straight truth. So um, there it is. So um, I didn't get any questions yet. That's unbelievable. I did that. I'm sorry? Yeah, he does. Um, but the young man's doing a great job. Um, and we have other, you know, while I'm on the topic, we have other individuals who are related. So we have Bill Manzi the fourth, who works in the city, who does a terrific job. And I said this after the vaccine clinics. Um, I'd love to have a fleet full of Bill Manzi the fourths. He does a great job. And by the way, before I forget, uh, congratulations to him. He had a baby, and much to the mayor's chagrin, they named the baby Bill Manzi V. Um, so it is what it is. Um, and uh, I'm trying to think who else we've got. We've got other relatives working in the city. Um, yeah, the tally, all of them do a great job, right? That's the reality of it. And when they don't do a great job, we address it because we work for you, the taxpayer. All right, I'm, I'm looking here and um, reminding me, uh, looking at my prompts, that we have um, yard waste is still being picked up. So there's specific conditions. But if you put it in a barrel, it has to have this sticker on it. We still have these available at City Hall. That's going to be done through the end of the first week of December. So if you've got leaves, put them out. Um, and the city will come around with the packer truck while we have it through the end of the first week of December and pick it up. You can either put the yard waste in, in bags, paper bags, and we'll pick it up, or um, put this on a barrel. And again, just a reminder, if you want your barrels, your old barrels taken away, either put them upside down uh, or mark them with a sticker saying, take this, it's trash, but do it on your recycle day. And the city DPW workers come and do that, not the uh, um, Harvey. So... Um, I want to close on the trash topic by saying uh, I believe the people in the city are doing a, uh, an excellent job. And I know everybody's still not happy, and I understand that. It's a big change. Uh, I want to talk about the fact that the mayor put out a letter to several condominium associations that were, for whatever reason, getting um, recycle pickup from the city. That was done before this administration. Uh, but when we discussed it as a team, when we switched to the new trash, um, and recycle, you can't do it for some homeowners associations and not do it for others. So we either would have to do all the homeowners associations in the, build, in the city or um, not pick up recycled for any. We do not pick up trash in any of the HOAs. Uh, we do not plow their roads. Um, that's the nature of, of being part of an HOA. And so 
Um, you know, you may see some posts or information. I got a lot of uh, emails that I'm in the midst of responding to that say, you know, it's really unfair uh, to take it away. And I get that it's an inconvenience. But again, I would plead to you, the important factor here is consistency. I need to treat, the city needs to treat all HOAs the same. If I can't do it for all, which I can't, then I can't do it for any of them. And that's him. So we've given them three months' time. And I want to say publicly, I'm willing to talk to them about extending it so they can find uh, somebody else to pick up their recycles. But again, just understand, we're not picking up their trash. So the city, at some point in time under previous administrations, agreed to pick up recycles for some of these homeowners associations. And we've notified them that at the end of January, that will cease. Uh, Am I willing to extend it 30 days? Absolutely. Am I willing to extend it a year? No, uh, because that's not fair to the other residents or the other HOAs, I should say, right? So um, we've got a show coming up next week um, that we're going to tape here at MCS. So kudos and thank you to MCS on the tax rate. Um, I think you'll be pleased, um, but I'm not going to leak any information because the CAFO you know, put a gun to my head and said, don't do it. Uh, I think you will be pleased. I think you should be pleased with the progress the city is making. Um, you know, we are on a good track, and we've got um, lots of positive things happening in the community. I think, you know, um, there are always going to be things, and I'm going to say this. When you're mayor, it's, it's, it's not like being a member of city council. You can't vote present when the issues come to you. You have to make a decision. And do you make mistakes sometimes? Absolutely. I'm a human being. But I, I repeat to you, every day I try to make every decision with the best interests of all the residents of the city of Methuen at heart. Let me see if i got some questions before we run out of time. Looks like you guys got closed caption, so I noticed that I say um a lot. i got to work on that. That needs to be my, my New Year's resolution. Stop saying um so much. Uh, it's a bad habit. Uh, Joyce Radcliffe Mullen said, happy, happy Thanksgiving one and all. And I say the same thing. Uh, we have lots to be thankful for here in the city of Methuen. I believe, and I, I, I would hope you see it, that we have turned a corner. That we have, in the last three years, we have made significant progress. Our free cash has gone to $16.6 million. Our, our reserves, our stabilization has grown. Um, we've shown a penchant for managing budgets appropriately. Um, I am always open, and said I'm again. Um, I'm always open to discussion with citizens, um, but I would greatly appreciate that you you use respect and courtesy when you have that. Especially if you want to yell, yell at the mayor. Uh, don't yell at the employees. Um, because, you know, really what happens is sometimes we get people come to public participation where you cannot respond to the individual and they're barking at the mayor or somebody who works for the city. And in many cases, do I understand the, the nature of being upset? And I'll use that recycle thing with the HOAs. Absolutely. I understand the inconvenience it causes. But know that it wasn't like a 30-second decision by the mayor. Right? We talked about all the legal ramifications of it. Um, it's no different than the private drive that we stopped plowing last year that made you know press. And the people that do not like the mayor are going to try to play those up as much as possible much as they would the appointment of uh, uh, Council McCarty's brother to um, the epidemiologist. And again, he's doing a great job. And at no time in the process, not one time, did I talk to Council McCarty 
about making that decision. There's no deal. Uh, Council McCarty votes his intuition. He's not the mayor's puppet. I don't think anybody's the mayor's puppet. If that was the case, um, there would be a lot more stilted decisions, right? You have to understand that the government is set up to work the executive, and everything I bring to the council, I bring with the best interest of the city at heart, and then the legislative. And their job is not to do my job. Their job is to enact resolutions and laws um, that guide how we do our jobs in the city of Methuen. So I do want to close by saying it is Thanksgiving. I am thankful to be your mayor. It is a humbling job. Uh, it is the best job I've ever had. Best job I have ever had. And I love working for you. And even when you're disappointed in me, I still love working for you. So God bless you all. Happy Thanksgiving to you and your family. Take a little time over the next couple of days to, to lay back and enjoy the holiday. Enjoy family. Eat some turkey, but not too much. Eat some pie, but not too much. And uh, come on out tomorrow morning and support our Methuen High School varsity boys football team as we take on Drake at high school. And we'll see you back here next week. Uh, we're going to be talking about tax. And I think I'm going to have Chief McNamara back on. Um, so we got our certification. We can talk about next steps there. And uh, the fabulous news that our city cam- white cameras are starting to make a dent uh, where we want them to. So God bless you all. Again, happy Thanksgiving. We'll see you here next Wednesday.